Adventures of a Ginger and a Blonde contains graphic and mature content that may not be suitable for squares, judgmental Judies, and young children. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello world. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Adventures of Ginger and a Blonde. Mm, Heidi. Oh. What are we calling this one, Jesse? We're calling it Life Lately Botox Doesn't Fix Everything. <laughs> Apparently, Botox is not the answer to all of life's questions. Mm, although, it did answer a lot. It did, yes. Um, it's been about two and a half years since we've dropped an episode. So, <laughs> hey, welcome back. Yeah, we just, you know, thought it would be nice to do something. Yeah, and to maybe fill you in on what's happening in our lives because I know everyone keeps asking. We had a really good summer. We did. Full of adventure. Including Botox. It, we got our Botox virginities taken. We did. Popped it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did, you guys. And it went better for some of us than it did for others. But, but so we thought, let's just go through and just you know, talk about how it went and what's been going on the last couple months. And yeah, just a lot. A lot to fill you in on. Mm-hmm. Um, so Botox. We, we did, That was the beginning yes, of the summer. Yes, we decided, we got invited to a Botox party. I like to call it an injectable an in- party. Ooh, yeah. Right, or injection party, I think is what either I call way. it. Either way, it's fine. dermatologist. Oh, okay. So you basically go to a house and there's a certified Botox. <laughs> a Botox edition. Yeah, that uh, does Botox on you. Yeah. And so you get to drink alcohol and get Botox. It's a win-win. It was a fun party. It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to get anything done. We were really nervous. Yeah. Like, I don't do well with needles in general. Just getting, like, blood drawn. Like, Jesse's a trooper and will, like, go donate blood, but I can't. I can't. I, I wanted just... Botox so bad. Mm-hmm. My pocketbook said otherwise, yeah, though. Yeah. So, basically, she evaluated us and told us how much it would be, what we needed. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to cut that in half, and we'll just go with that. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. She talked us through, this lovely lady talked us through all of the different uh, areas in which we might want Botox. and <laughs> In which we should fix our faces. Mm-hmm. And um, I really wanted the wrinkles on my head done. Mm-hmm. And so she explained to me I couldn't just do that area because it might make other things slump. <laughs> so when she quoted me that and that, I don't know, there's a name for it, the part in between my eyebrows. Yeah. It you was know, gonna, your frown lines, all of them. It was going to be like $550. And I was like, that is a hard no. <laughs> we are balling on a budget. Yeah. We're at a Botox party. <laughs> so I didn't get any of those wrinkles done and I just got between my eyebrows yeah. done. And it, it worked. It, that part did work. Mm-hmm. She also um, tried to lift my eyebrow a little bit um, on one side to kind of even it out with my crooked face. <laughs> okay, um, who has a symmetrical face? You don't. No, nobody that's, does. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. But she said she could kind of even, even it, it out. out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So she did that, and then you got a lip you got a lip flip. Yeah, um, which is basically I have a very crooked smile. I don't know if I had a stroke at some point. I'm not entirely sure what happened. <laughs> but I also show a lot of gums. And this was like a pretty quick fix. And a couple pokes, I wanted to get some lip injections. But 
I I can't commit you, to that yet. Yeah, you stayed. It was pretty. Kept it small. For mm-hmm, some, very although small. I would say mine was like sixty bucks. But I would say that the change, yeah, was, the before and after mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. for you. I'd like to get it again because it's already worn off, which is a bummer. But anyway, it's pretty insane. Then, so we did that on saturday yes. i think and we were really nervous because if we had an adverse reaction we were leaving on our first trip like no two kids. days later yep. mm-hmm. leaving the girls behind so that was another big part of the summer was our first parents only trip oh gosh we made take me back yeah so we had grandparents coming to stay you had mm-hmm. tyler's mom. grandma jeanette yep mm-hmm. grandma jeanette came and aunt lily yep and then my parents came to watch Blake, and it was... We went to the Dominican, and I was so sad to leave Everson on the front end. Yeah. And then it was like we arrived in the Dominican, and I got a picture from Grandma that she was having the time of her life. And you were and like, thought, now Mama can have the time of her oh, life. Oh, I... She's having a vacation, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like... <laughs> I don't think we ever really talked about our trip yet to the world. Mm-hmm. Um but when we got there, we realized that we didn't have any transportation to our resort. <laughs> Do you remember this? That, well, so we thought... We did, though. <laughs> we thought we had booked it. And I still feel certain that mm-hmm. we had. Because in the past, when we've booked trips, we have booked shuttle transfers from the hotel. Like, all in that one package. Yeah. And so we are in line waiting to go through customs which was a shit show for the record awful Mm -hmm. but it gave us time to realize we in fact did not have a shuttle coming no and i don't know if i dreamt doing that i dreamt it with you so we were in the same dream (laughs) and and our husbands who had no hand in planning any of it were like what do you mean we don't have transportation and i was like you, you guys are just going to stay at the airport. We're going to find transportation yeah, for us. you haven't done anything. Exactly. You don't get to be mad about this. But so we were trying to quickly figure out what we would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you've ever been to the airport in the Dominican and Punta Cana specifically. Good luck. It's like, well, it's just, it's really crowded. Yeah. And. With a bunch of like tourists. Yes. A all lot, having. A lot of us who don't know where we're going. Yeah. And so. We thought, well, the best thing we've got is to Uber. Mm-hmm. So Ashley's trying to pull Uber up on her phone. Yeah, and thank God we got the international plan for the record. Always get the international yeah. plan. So, somebody in your mm-hmm. group needs to mm-hmm. get it. And so we get an Uber, but then we get outside, and they're like, yeah, Uber pickup is like half a mile down the road, and you have to cross three <laughs> intersections to get there. Well, the lady, it was just a random worker at mm-hmm. the airport, and she was so nice. She asked Ashley what she was doing. And Clearly, we looked like confused Americans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, we had we had on our really cool airport outfits, and we had our bags, and we were just ready to take oh. on the world. Except we had no idea. Bags under our eyes. They're like, oh god, <laughs> these must be moms. Yeah, they look sick. But this woman explained to us that the airport pickup was nowhere near where we were. I was like, so we essentially have to get an Uber to the Uber station. I'm yes, confused. Is what it felt yeah. like, and so <laughs> obviously, there's. Uh, this man who's overhearing our conversation. There's a lot of drivers that are waiting on their groups to come. With signs. Yes. Because they arranged transportation. And they all, okay, they all have on white shirts. Yeah. It's like a standard uniform. Mm -hmm. They all have on white shirts. And there's this man in the middle of them who also has on a white shirt. Oh, my God. (laughs) And he goes, 
you need a ride? Come with me. And so <laughs> without a single moment of hesitation, Ashley, do, 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 do. let's go guys. <laughs> Ashley and I tell the guys we've gotten ourselves a ride and we just start following this man. Blindly. Who, we have not spoken to him for one second. Nope. Nope. He just said, come with me. And we said, okay, <laughs> this doesn't feel like a crime junkie episode. No, let's go guys. Oh, and so we follow him past the shuttles. There are, there's not a shuttle. Past there. everyone with sides. To a small sedan. Mm-hmm. That is going to fit all of our luggage and our husbands. But it has no labeling of Uber mm-hmm. or anything like that. This is just a man who put on a white shirt and came and stood next to shuttle drivers. <laughs> this is a man hoping to find dumb Americans to potentially Kill. murder. And we and harvest just the organs. ones for the job. Oh, sure enough. So we got in and we're like, how how much? Where to? We tell you know, him. I do think part of this is still the guy's fault. Because, I agree. Because... As much as they were like, girls, that wasn't smart. You, they went right along with didn't, it. You guys didn't. It really was like the blind leading the blind. We're, we're just a bunch of sheep that wanted to get to our. <laughs> but we did immediately get in the Uber and I wazed yeah. to our hotel so that I was like, if we if we go astray yeah. from this route, I mean, then we all need to tuck and roll out of this car. It was. And if you've ever driven in the Dominican, it is terrifying it is and ed also i think had wasted it because he and i kept eyeing each other yeah. in the car <laughs> like, was tyler in the front we always no, make t- me no actually ed was oh, in the front God. and me and you and tyler were in the back and <laughs> tyler was just squeezed over in the corner that's right doing his own thing no he was man spreading remember and he was like i don't have any room i was like you have so much room <laughs> uh but all that to say we did survive, but hindsight told us it was a mm-hmm. very dangerous situation we put ourselves in. Also, how lucky we we got. But also, I was thankful he was there and able to yeah. give us a ride. So thank you. And that we're, we apologize for questioning your you integrity. Know. <laughs> yeah, and it would only cost us 40 bucks. So, <laughs> But as we spent time in the Dominican, it was absolutely glorious. Mm-hmm. But while we were there, my eyes started to stop working. <laughs> It got heavier and heavier and heavier. So, is it the mojitos or is it my eye? I I know you guys feel like maybe we left the Botox story very abruptly, but it all comes together because my eye lid specifically Mm -hmm. got lower and lower throughout the Dominican trip. The eyebrow did not, in fact, lift it. Lowered. It closed. (laughs) And I just continued to keep flapping my eyelid <laughs> trying to hold it open oh. and I couldn't figure out what was wrong and then one morning I woke up and it hit me that the Botox statistician <laughs> we apologize if that is what you do for a living please correct us what are you called are you an esthetician anyway she had mentioned that there are very rare situations where when you do an eyebrow lift, you can hit the muscle that controls the eyelid mm-hmm. and actually paralyze the eyelid as opposed to lifting the eyebrow. Well, coo, 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 coo. yours truly yeah. had that happen. So if we didn't least, have bad luck, I was at least glad to know what it was. Yeah. It wasn't like a stroke or like you hadn't been bitten by something. So I've just been putting eye drops in my eye every day since then to caffeinate and those muscles. Luckily, Botox wears off. Luckily and unluckily, but you know. It's not a forever thing. But so now 
We have a really cool picture of our group in <laughs> we'll, the Dominican. We'll include it, you know? <laughs> where it was where I came to the realization that something was really wrong mm. with my eye. Mainly because I was trying with all my might to keep my eyes open and one is still closed. <laughs> uh, it's not as bad as... Like, looking at it doesn't seem as bad, but I imagine that felt very strange. It was really yeah. strange. But our trip overall was awesome. It was just like, go figure, this would happen on vacation. Yeah, and but it... When you I, have no access to the drops until we get back. And, it was, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But fine. the trip in and of itself was wonderful in that it also, I think, ripped off the band-aid yes. for us to leave our toddlers again in the future. And knowing they're going to be fine. They had a fantastic time. Honestly, my kid was not that happy to see me. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was going to be this like wonderful reunion, and it was kind of like, but wait, Grandma's mm-hmm. here. Exactly. Um, getting home was a shit show. We actually ended up running a car in Charlotte. Oh, that's right. And driving. But also, another. we've said it before in past podcasts, when we went to Barcelona, um, trip insurance paid off. Oh, but it paid yes. off again it did. this time. Honestly, we should be spokespersons for trip insurance, because mm-hmm. they worked. ended up... We submitted a claim, and they paid for the rental car and the gas and all the things. They yep. they paid for the canceled, or like the flights that we missed mm-hmm. on purpose. Because mm-hmm. we ended up getting home by the time our flight had like wouldn't have even landed in Charleston. But what we should say is that we had to get home because your parents were flying out the very next <laughs> at like morning. five. So there wasn't there was no flex room in mm-hmm. uh, babysitter. Yes, so. Get, in, get trip insurance. Maybe have a little bit more of a flex time in between when you're getting home. When you're yeah. what do we call that? A child care. Day. Yeah, child care workers are leaving. But it was it was great, and it now was. I just feel like ready to go again. Yeah, and I don't think I'll be nearly as nervous as I was. I think I'll still make a binder though. Oh, I think we'll probably just add to the binder that we have. Cross yeah, things out. Did a lot of work on that. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of that puppy. It's in page protectors. It is. Well, <laughs> honestly. It was well worth it. Kind of a big Did people deal. think we were crazy? Sure. Uh, what else happened this summer? Um, so Ed and Ashley are moving. There's that. <laughs> yeah, Bullshit. we're just yeah, we're just gonna very lightly touch on the fact yeah. we are moving to Michigan. If you're listening, please don't panic. We'll still put out a podcast every three to four months. We use this really cool free app, yeah. so we can just call each other. And yeah, this will be fine. It'll be great. Um, but. We are moving to Michigan, and um, a lot of mixed feelings on it. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to talk about it a lot because neither of us want to cry on no. the podcast. So but that's but that's happening, and we're still going to be friends, so it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, and that's all well, she wrote about that. But in connection to that, you know, I feel like a lot of our lives are like wrapped up in essentially toddlerhood mm-hmm. right now. Like a lot of the stories that we have to share are all about our toddlers. Uh, so yeah. we should mention that because you're moving, you have spent the last 11 days as a single parent. As, yeah. So Ed has already, I'd say moved to Michigan. We don't have our house yet, but he's been staying in a hotel working for the past, I like to just say two weeks, 11 days mm-hmm. feels like it was essentially two weeks. So I have been single parenting. Um, the you've, good news is... You've crushed it. Well, I also still have our awesome nanny who's been helping a lot, which has been... So I've been able to like just do things that I've been wanting to do because I'm not working anymore. I think you need to give yourself more credit. But I am. I lovely, am crushing it. And she's had days with Blake, but you have spent yes, all your lot. parenting time mm-hmm. solo. and. Mad props to people that do it. Oh my gosh. And make it happen all the time. I don't understand how you do it because 
I'm very tired. And I, I love Blake, and she's so much fun, but wow, two is... Huh. You're such a fun parent, It's though. neat. So are you. Well, that is... So <laughs> you are. We are all... Jury's still out on that. Simply but, untrue. You just you took are. your child to Disney on ice. That's the most fun you could ever have. That was magical. Yeah. It was absolutely magical. It's so funny, because we swore we wouldn't be like Disney parents, and I really feel like our kids like Disney a lot. Well, that just falls right in line with goes right on that list of all the things that we're like having to eat our words yeah. on because yeah. I feel like I made a lot of fun of people that did kid events like Disney mm-hmm. on ice. I don't know if I specifically ever mentioned Disney on ice, but just in general, I'm like, they're cheesy. They're expensive. You're not even, they're not even going to remember. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I know lie. I had to have teared up at least 10 times throughout that show because all I could do was watch my kid watch them in awe and wonder. And it was like the coolest thing. Yeah, It was like you were all in awe of like, you're in awe of her. She's in awe of the show. It was just this experience that like, I know we have photos of it and she will Mm -hmm. not like always remember that, but she remembers it right now. Mm -hmm. And it was, she was so tickled by it. Those are like those core memories that people always talk about. Like, Maybe not for her, but for you guys. It's like, I'll never forget when we the first time we went to Disney on Ice. Mm-hmm. And, and I told you you could have one thing, and we ended up coming home with five. And we, Yeah, we got two, and your dad spent $18 on, um, what was it, cotton candy. Oh, worth it, though. I don't know. It takes four cents to make cotton candy. Well, but it's delicious. <laughs> but we Shut did it. And, and it was, money. and it was awesome. Yeah. So there are some, I feel like the girls are getting to an age now, though, where mm-hmm. like things like that and just... Not that you have to spend a lot of money on experiences all the time, but, like, they're able to go and do things. Yeah. And it's so much more fun. It is. Like, the oh, we aquarium. Did our, we did our messy class. We did, yes. 10 that out was, of 10 recommend that. That was another thing we did this summer mm-hmm. with the girls. They just, there is this lovely woman who has these different, like, play dates for toddlers mm-hmm. around the area, and she has their messy play dates. And. The awesome thing is your kids get to get really messy and you don't have to clean it up. That's exactly why we went. You have to clean your kid up. She won't hose them off. But (laughs) I just thought we don't have to do this Mm -hmm. at our house. We don't have to prep it. We just show up and our kids get to play. But funnily enough, funnily. I don't know. (laughs) Sounds like you're talking about (laughs) like a a funnel. Honestly, funnily enough, (laughs) we did use her exact messy play date the very next weekend because in watching their joy of getting so messy we were like we have to recreate yes. this and they did love it they did it was a bitch to clean up but they had it, fun i was it was much more fun doing it with her yes than so cleaning it up we did house. the messy play date we did b city which oh i just something about seeing your kids if just, you don't know what b city is which <laughs> i don't think Larry, our one listener, does. <laughs> All right, Dad, listen up. Be city. But, but it's kind of a jiggy zoo, but in the best way. That's exactly what it is. It's like out here. Just watch Tiger King. In the middle of the sticks, and it's a little it's a little mini zoo. And I don't want to, truthfully, look too deep into, you know. The like, treatment. The treatment. I don't know. Or, I think they're fine. They seem happy. I'm not a huge fan of zoos. Me either. But... The girls absolutely loved it. And it's really cool as just an opportunity to expose them yeah. to different animals and things. <laughs> to animals in cages and, like, just, <laughs> you know, not living their best life. It's beautiful. <laughs> just, they love it. <laughs> well, it was also just on that particular day, the llama that spit on Ed. Oh, my gosh. That might be one of my top five favorite memories of the summer. I do think it's a lot of fun 
it's more stressful to do things as a group with our toddlers. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> before when it's like, you know, you day drink all day yeah. and you keep the night rolling, there's something really special about that. But there's also <laughs> something really special about watch, watching your friend get spit on by a llama. <laughs> One thing, he's going to punch a llama right square in the face <laughs> and our toddlers are going to see it. But we have come a long way in the eight yeah. or nine years we've been friends. Honestly. This it's is getting spit on by llamas. Instead of getting a good bar fight. So it's I just feel a, like, have we grown? I think so. And yeah, he didn't he, even punch the llama. I was going to say, he did not punch the llama. What restraint? But he wanted to. Yeah, he did. It, it was one of the best moments of the summer, I would say. <laughs> Arguably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, say I'm wrong. Oh, uh, but, but we, we did so many fun things like that this summer, yeah. I feel like. And that is, oh, wait, the beach. Oh, my gosh. Evie's first beach experience. Yes, we also went to the beach with the girls mm-hmm. and that was so much fun. Mainly, it was just Ashley and I driving the girls in the van for about <laughs> a good two hours. But it was worth the 14 oh, minutes we were at the It beach. really was. It, we had a class to get to, and we were 45 minutes late. So we got 10 <laughs> minutes out of the class we paid for. And then we just let them swim. Yeah, we grossly misjudged the amount of time it would take to get to the beach. Which, as per usual, yeah. we were not like Welcome super to motherhood. It's fine. But... We had so much fun in the van. They were singing their hearts out. Mm-hmm. We were listening to Disney tunes. And we were headed to a class that was like, they were supposed to be talking about just different shows and shit. I don't shit. know. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, like critters on the beach, yeah. things like that. It was a toddler class. But we got there late and they immediately went out to the beach and were supposed to be looking for specific no. things. And we were like, Like, no. it was just like, I'd like to just go head first. Evie had not been to the beach at all yet, and she, I thought she'd be scared. She saw the water, and she just charged full speed ahead. Yeah, which is is scary, and it's, okay, Evie is Wheels to Rosier 2.0. Yeah, she really is. Blake's not. I could just walk quickly beside her, and it'd be fine. She doesn't look like she'd be Wheels 2.0, but girl is fast like her dad. She's very fast. Um, We ended up aborting the class entirely. I love going to the beach, but I kind of hate sand, Mm. and I also hate the fact that my kid has no fear of the water whatsoever and so she will just she's so brave um brave silly <laughs> we'll, we'll call her silly um yeah i just no oh, fear so, but that another time where it was like so fun to watch something through yeah. their eyes like they were just overjoyed yeah squealing were, with yes, delight over waves crashing into their faces i was like isn't that salt sticky on your face you like yeah, that it's the sensory overload yeah. for me mm-hmm. but it was a very beautiful moment and then mm-hmm. speaking of water though evie had swim classes this oh, summer she did she and she freaking well rocked she, it i would like to say she rocked it i mean she, she did all she learned to do was float on her back uh, all she learned i don't even know how to float my back anymore so. but <laughs> she was such a baller about it because she cried the entirety of i don't know the first seven lessons Mm -hmm. and uh then we got in with a new instructor the old instructor was absolutely fabulous but in purchasing a new package of lessons we got in with a new instructor and i will tell you miss susan is a miracle miracle worker because i thought miss susan didn't play like she she didn't play which i loved like that's totally my style she's not playing around but she also like I think Evie just felt so safe with her. Mm-hmm. Evie would just like look deep into her eyes, like oh Miss Susan's got me. I'm never gonna go down. But that was that was yeah. really cool too. Yeah, I just think if you're gonna live near water, it's very important to do that. Um, I need to do that with my child this summer. I just I'm didn't terrified of 
Yeah, kids in water. Well, everyone should be. Like, yeah. Really, you got to be on your game, especially when it comes to toddlers because they're quick and they're little shits. And I think my two biggest fears are toddlers in water and toddlers running out in the road. Yeah. That's another one. That yeah, we... absolutely. Blake yeah. has started doing this thing where, like, we love to walk in our neighborhood. Well, soon to be our old neighborhood, but that's fine. Moving and on. Like, when we get to the road, I'll be like, you need to hold my hand. And she'll say, cars are coming. God, be careful. And I'll make her look both ways. But she just says, God, be careful. And then she'll tell me, like, in the morning first thing, if cars are coming, you got to be careful. I'm like, yes. I feel like you're finally getting it. That doesn't stop her from, like, just running, though. Well, at least she's starting to think about it. She Well, or she just repeats it. I don't know. One or the other. It's fine. Eventually, it will become ingrained. Exactly. So, one of the fun things about having toddlers is, when you see things like actually click in their little mm-hmm. brains. Yeah. And I feel like Blake has, we were actually just talking about last night, like the most amazing speech for a toddler. And I feel like listening to Blake <laughs> say things she's, and get things mm-hmm. is like, it's so fun. She's, and she's very she's chatty. She's not mine. But when she says things, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. You. We had a, a hurricane, we'll call it, last mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. With, I single parented, but I came here. So we were we were all parenting yeah. both kids together. Yeah, we were. And I, I don't know if we were crushing it. I was not, but. Jesse we was. It's just like, they're also at an age where everything is like mine. Mm-hmm. And there's like, usually fights over kind of everything. Like, like just toddlers. They're, so they're t- friends, but they're also like, no, I think I want to play with that and rip it from your hands. And you're it's like, It's tough no. as a parent to know something is developmentally appropriate mm-hmm. versus the embarrassment or frustration you feel when yeah. your kid yells at another kid mm-hmm. that something is theirs or bops them or has a meltdown Ooh, speaking of <laughs> so we had the girls during the hurricane up in the bathtub because we were giving them shaving cream and things we were just trying to occupy them <laughs> for like 20 minutes at a time <laughs> like what activity can we do yeah. now um and i brought in paintbrushes and yeah. Two for each Fun girl. activity, sensory. Yeah, two for each little girl. And in that moment, Blake was playing with something else and was not interested in the paintbrushes. So Evie, of course, took all of the paintbrushes. And then when Blake was ready to play with the paintbrush, Evie decided that was not going to happen. So Blake went to grab it. <laughs> Mine, and, not on my yeah, watch. And Evie took the paintbrush and smacked Blake dead between her eyes. When it was dipped in shaving cream. <laughs> I wish... We could have captured the moment because Blake looked at us. It, she felt like a tiny adult in that moment because oh. her eyes got really big and she looked at us. She, like, pulled her head back like, what? Like, did she just hit me with a paintbrush? Did you two see that? And Jesse and I, in that moment, couldn't parent either one of them. We were dying of laughter. <laughs> and then they started laughing. Like, this is fun. Let's just throw shaving cream at each other's faces. We, we were laughing, the kind of laugh where you're making no noise because yeah, you're just, laughing. So we're... It just sounds like you've been smoking your whole life. Was... <laughs> we were laughing oh so gosh. hard. Blake is still stunned. Like, Whoa. guys, this is not funny. Everson needs to be reprimanded. But there's nothing we can not do. Because I can't stop laughing. It was just one of the most genuine moments a parenthood of like, I want to help you, but I can't because that was so stupid that that and just happened. And then mid laugh, I was like, Everson, it's not nice to hit. And Everson's like, ah! <laughs> Got her! <laughs> Honestly, my, beep, boop, boop, beep. my favorite thing is watching those two interact with each other. Like, sometimes it's so funny just 
the way their little brains work. And you're like, they are mm-hmm. when they were pretending to sleep. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so cute. Uh, they just get so tickled with each other. Mm-hmm. And then they also get so annoyed with each other. Just like they do. regular kids. They do. Like I need a break. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but guys, we, yeah, by the so end of the trip, I was like, okay, together. see ya. Cause my, I'm sorry. My kid's being a real McAsshole right now. <laughs> they need a break. Yeah. They're just, you know, it's toddlerhood is not for the faint of heart. No, most parts of it. Like we're not really doing potty training, but we are talking about it. We, Tyler told me the other day that we just need to do it. And I wanted to like punch him in the face because I agree with him, but it's also terrifying and inconvenient. Super. I went to a park yesterday and this park had no bathrooms. I was very glad he was in diapers at Disney on ice. Yeah. Could you imagine waiting in those lines? Yeah, I mean, I know that we sound like we're trying to hold our kids back, but guys, it's just the truth. Like, could just be in a diaper until she's old enough to like figure out how to wipe and flush and do all the things on her own. That'd be helpful. Yeah, it really would. But I, I just don't even know where to start, where to begin, Mm -hmm. and and I'm the kind of person that researches stuff. mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm frozen in fear with potty Mm -hmm. training that I, I can't read anything. I can't. I'm just like I just don't want to acknowledge it. But I also think. Our girls are still pretty young. Like, I think sometimes if you force it too early, it almost goes the opposite direction. I don't know. Tyler and I were talking last night because Everson, when she poops in her diaper and we say, oh, well, let's go to the potty. She'll go, no, I poop in diaper. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Like, we were talking last night about how we feel as though we may have a really tough one on our hands. Mm-hmm. But to be fair. Indignant. I don't want to say to be fair, but to be fair. She's pretty adaptable when it comes to most all other things. Like this summer, you got rid of the passy. Yeah, she is pretty adaptable. And so, if potty training is the hardest, you're doing just fine, you know? I'm just gotta just, just, head just let her shit in the diaper a little longer. <laughs> you know, I like, I am terrified to get rid of the pacifier. Actually, <laughs> what what we need to do is just get some, like, real underwear, from what I hear. So... I actually had this conversation with Blake. I know you're like, what, you had a conversation with a two-year-old? Yes, I did. I said, do you want to wear big girl underwear? Like mommy or like Ellie, which is the little girl she goes to like daycare with that she hangs mm-hmm. out with and she always wears big girl underwear. And she looks me in the face. She goes, no. And I was like, oh, great. Awesome. <laughs> I was awesome. like, you sure you don't want to try it, on? No, mommy, no. I'm like, why are you acting like I'm doing something yeah, weird Yeah, I am right not now? torturing you. Yeah. And but I, like, I, I do hear that because like... Because they feel different. Yeah. That there is... There, Our kids are going to be weird sensory kids yeah. anyway, so... <laughs> they're, they're not going to like the way that feels yeah. and they're more inclined to try and go. Okay. What I, I don't, that's what I hear, but I don't know. It just feels like messy and like what did you do as a parent mm-hmm. and how old were they? Don't tell me you had like some prodigy kid who you never used diapers. Just, if that's your story, I got to be honest, I don't want to hear it. it. Yeah. If you <laughs> tell it. me that your kid was potty trained at 18 months, I don't want to hear it. Keep it to yourself. But if you have like a real more average story, we'd like to hear that. Yeah. If you're if you're like a real parent and not a super parent, then go ahead and just tell me. But these does your kid still poop in his pants occasionally? That's fine too. These, I I really feel like they are forced because they are things that have to happen. But like these forced milestones Mm -hmm. are very stressful. Like you said, like we're talking about potty training, but then also the passy. Because I was really stressed to get rid of the passy. I know you and I are talking, and Mm -hmm. you're stressed about that coming up. And you certainly shouldn't do it to her while you're moving. Yeah. I, I thought about that. And I was like, I don't want to take everything she loves. I was like, <laughs> we're taking your home, your friends, our lives, 
by the way, your pacifiers are also gone. Good luck. We love you. She'd be like, you don't love me. You hate me. Yeah. You can't take take her small comfort yet. Whereas Everson, like, has pretty teeth close together. Blake has, like, a huge gap. And I think it's from her lip and tongue tie. And I don't think the pacifier is doing her any favors. What did the dentist say about it? He said, we don't worry about the pacifier until all of her teeth are in. So that's, like, a thing you feel. Mm-hmm. They didn't confirm. No, I mean, he was like, she's fine until the rest of her molars come in. But I just, it, can't, it just can't be good for her little teeth. Well, I don't think, I mean, I'm sure that it's not at some point. Yeah. I definitely feel like a passy is one of those things, in my very unexpert opinion, mm-hmm. that because it's such a comfort that the longer they have it, yeah. I've, I would imagine it's got to be a harder mm-hmm. habit to break because yeah. you just establish it. And she can ask for, you know, things now. And it just makes me sad to hear like, I want my passy. Like yeah. she only gets it for nap and bedtime, but there are times in the car that she wants it. And I'm like, oh. have you guys thought about like how you would do it? We, I was reading something about like a pacifier fairy. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. That like they have books and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to wait a little while. We're going to try and get this child adjusted into our new space. That makes sense. Just so she doesn't feel like the world is against her like her mom does. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. We'll take our time with that. I'm not trying to, like, wean her off the passy, like, today. Also, I think, I don't remember who it was, but I think we've had multiple people, older, wiser people, mm-hmm. whose children are grown, mention to us that we feel like all these big decisions yeah. are going to just ruin them. Mm-hmm. When really it's like you just do the best that you can, yeah. and yeah. they're they're gonna turn out okay. Like mm-hmm. kind of like the potty training, the the retired teacher that said, "Well, I never had any kindergartners that just were completely unpotty trained." Yeah. So like we're gonna make headway. It, it'll it just, happen. It'll happen. It's always just like, truthfully, one of the hardest things about being a parent is a lot of it is like on their timeline and not my timeline. Mm. And that's a very hard one. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, no, we need to do this now. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> that's funny, mom. Even like sometimes the way meals work and thing, you know, like it's and then, a very humbling position. And sometimes we, well, not sometimes we will like work things up in our head mm-hmm. bigger than really maybe what they end up being. Yeah. Or like ha- even how our kids perceive them. Mm-hmm. Like they're not as big. Oh yeah. To like them as this move. Like I truly feel like the most sad when I think about Blake and I'm like really all Blake needs is like me and Ed yeah and like that's really all she mm-hmm. needs and people keep reminding me of that but like that is a piece that makes me the most sad because mm-hmm. I'm just like she's just so smart that like she knows our neighborhood and she knows how to get home and mm-hmm. it just like it makes me so sad yeah but like realistically like not that she's not going to remember that house but she won't remember that house like what she'll remember is like that her parents love her mm-hmm. and we're always going to take care of her but it's still like a very sad thing for me. Mm-hmm. I, just so many feelings mm-hmm. that you have to have as a parent that you're like, I don't want to sit with that. It was a whole lot easier when I didn't have to feel so you damn connected said to this it. little person. Yeah, yeah. You're we just... um, when we did get rid of the pacifier, mm-hmm. so Evie had, she slept. She she was not a kid that had a pacifier all the time. No. So I think that was helpful for her mm-hmm. getting rid of it, but. She had them all through naps and at bedtime. And she had a bunch. Yeah. Like, she would have like eight passies mm-hmm. in the crib. Because my thought was like, just find one and don't wake me up. And they did. 
And, and it worked. Mm-hmm. But so we started before she was two, just before she was two, like whittling down the number. And so then when she was two, she had one passy at nap and one passy at bedtime. Well, and also the good news is she never had pacifiers at daycare. That's true, which... So you knew she could sleep with that one. Right. Like at, for nap, you know? Right. But she just... Like, you know, you just... They seem so secure in it at home. Mm-hmm. You're like, I would never want to take that comfort from Exactly. You. And so we had decided what we were going to do uh, was cut... I had read something where you cut a hole mm-hmm. in the end of the passy, like the tiniest hole, and then that loses some of the suction. And you do that more and more gradually over time. So you give it a week mm-hmm. and then you cut a little bit bigger until the suction is gone, essentially taking that from them. But So I didn't know how it was going to go. And the first night we did it, smallest hole. But it was enough that like she put it in her mouth immediately when we laid her down. And she looked at me like, what's wrong with this Mom, thing? it's broken. What is wrong yeah. with this? And that was so crushing yeah, to me for I can't some reason. Because I, I was like, I'm like, taking something. I'll fix that, it. Yeah, something that matters to her. And I went downstairs and we watched on the monitor where it was like, she just sat there and she was crying, Ashley. She I, like, I, not a scream I'm happy cry. I wasn't here because I would have run up there with a new pacifier. It was not even, this is how I know. It felt like she was older. Yeah, like she was like mourning the loss like of she, something she loved. She truly felt, it felt like that because she sat there and there was no scream crying like there is like if a, there's a tantrum. Mm-hmm. It was a sad whimper cry. <laughs> like, I can't. And I was like, no, nope, I can't. And Tyler and I I'm both. I'm a weak parent. I can't. Tyler and I both were like. Please let's let's just let's just go give it back to her. Yeah, I don't know how you guys stayed strong because well, I am I'm weak. We always have to trade off. So mm-hmm. Tyler Tyler was really stronger that evening, mm-hmm. but then the next evening, he put her down. Mm-hmm. Or no, I put her down. Somehow it worked out that I put her down two nights in a row. We usually switch off, but I guess he had something he had to go do. So I put her down, and when I handed her a passy, um. She said, Passy broken. And I was like, oh. So was mom's heart. Oh, no. I was like, well, what do you want to do with it? And she said, trash. And I said, do you want to go through it in the trash? She said, yeah. And so we got up and we went. And I felt like it was like this very like ceremonial thing. (laughs) Out we go. (laughs) She got to throw it in the trash. And so then I just kept trying to remind her that, it was broken and she threw and it away. And you chose to throw it away. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, we don't, we don't have another passy because, mm-hmm. you know, we've thrown it away. And so again, more sadness, but she eventually fell asleep. And then the third night when Tyler put her down, I said, Tyler, don't you dare give her a passy. Yeah, don't even bring it up, really. Uh, she threw it away. So if she talks about it, remind her she threw it away and then mm-hmm. it's broken. And he did and he came downstairs and he was like, my heart yeah. can't. Yeah. Honestly, parenting is the most, like, crushing mm-hmm. and the highest of highs and just like the saddest you've ever felt mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like for your child when those moments where it's just like they have the ability to like break you and just make you all in the same moment mm-hmm. where you're like I'm so proud of you you did that but yeah. also I'm so sad for you I never want you to feel pain ever yeah. in your whole life and that's not going to do him any favors it's but not. we know that but still I still don't ever want my kid to suffer unless it's like funny and she gets hit with a paintbrush that's funny that that was very funny (laughs) yeah but i feel like it was just a jam jam jam-packed 
couple yeah. months, or at least it feels like that in our. It really, our it's busy been lives. it's been a wild summer, and it's gonna be a crazy fall for me. It's going to be a lot more mm-hmm. like winter. Now, winter is coming. Winter is coming, and so, you know, it's it's crazy, but mm-hmm. we're gonna keep on this journey of motherhood. Yeah, we're not sure what the next little bit looks like, yeah. but. Um, Hopefully. I mean, that goes without saying any time, but hopefully. <laughs> but this is like a, a real new, let's say, I guess it is a chapter. Mm-hmm. But hopefully it will be like a cool one once you like get it, It's going to be a cold one. It's That's gonna for sure. It's going to be a cold one. Next person that asks me cool. if I know if, that it snows in Michigan is going to get a punch right to the throat. Yes, I know. I know. I do know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, but it it's exciting, kind of. And, <laughs> and so I think, you know, we'll just, we won't wait six months no. to do another Mm-mm. podcast. Nope. We will do a cool over the phone one. Yes. And we'll just And then we're also going to be planning trips because I can't go that long without seeing Everson. You and Tyler are also in part. In part. But there's a tiny little human that mm-hmm. I, I do feel like you're ripping my little best friend away from me. <laughs> I'm not. I promise she could stay with you as long as you want to keep her. <laughs> I'll keep her. Oh. Oh, she'd probably be sad you were gone. Though. I don't think so. I think Evie would be just pissed. She's up in her space. So <laughs> mine. Anyway, that is life lately. <laughs> Botox you, doesn't fix everything. As you can see, Botox doesn't fix everything. And in fact, it can paralyze your eyelid. So fact, it can that. make things worse, but you know, that's just life. <laughs> it's how it goes. Uh, but we will see you around. Yeah. We'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. And coming from all over the world. We're going worldwide, folks. <laughs> Mr. <It's a> worldwide. <laughs> Bye.